Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every $20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at Armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Daily Stock Day Trading Podcast in my ears Guiding me through my hopes and fears Tune in daily, don't miss a single show Sign up for the newsletter, let us help you grow Taking risks, making moves, seeking success Together we'll conquer, no room for any less Listen now Good morning, it is Thursday, February 22nd uh, in the big news of the day, the huge news of the day, initial jobless claims unexpectedly f- fell in the last week. Eh, psych. <laughs> That's helping. Um, but the, the big news of the day, it's NVIDIA. It is the, the earnings came out. Uh, Tom Lee was right. Blew it away. Blew it away. Um, it's up 13% in pre-market. Uh, SMCI is up like 9%. Taking the market with it. The Qs are up 2%. Uh, S&P is up like 1.34. Uh, it, it's just, I mean, again, it's taking the market. Now, if you were watching CNBC yesterday, then you saw the uh, guys from the On The Tape podcast, Dan Nathanson, Guy Adami, and Danny Moses were all on there. And when the, the stock uh, first opened up after it was trading, it went down to 650, 670, somewhere in that neighborhood. It was down a good amount. And then they started going through the earnings and the AI started going through it and they started understanding exactly about it and it started to creep up, started to creep up. Well, these three mofos who have called the last 15 of two recessions said, I wouldn't buy it here. I wouldn't buy it here. Who has these guys as their fund managers? Who has hired these guys as as the, the, the people to manage their money? Because there's no way I want a fund manager or somebody managing my money who's not in AI. And these guys, they don't invest in Tesla during the entire Tesla run. These guys don't invest in NVIDIA during the entire NVIDIA run. They don't invest in the Magnificent Seven during the, 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 during the great run. Meta, Netflix. I mean, I can go on and on with great runs that these guys consistently hammer down. So my, my point on this rant is to listen to people Take in the information, but do your own research and understand momentum is a strong factor. And for the last three earnings, NVIDIA, we'll go over the chart in a second, but for the last three earnings, NVIDIA has t- has topped estimates by 10%. That is enormous when you can beat by 10%. And they said that we don't see an end to this demand. Uh, where's the mic? Cause I'm dropping it. That's it. That's all you need to know. Now, 
am I buying it today? We'll go over this. Uh, I have a three-day rule. You need to let it settle in. We'll look at what uh, the reaction was the past few times. Uh, but I wanted to bring that up. First thing I want to bring up is the queues were up 2%. It, I said this market was dependent on um, on the NVIDIA earnings. It's clear. Uh, we have just had the little pullback. You had a nice 3% gain in the queues. The algorithm got you out. Uh, the four-hour algorithm got you out yesterday afternoon with a 3% gain. Uh, we are going to open up at 432. You know where 432 points at? It's a gap up. So right there, your 425, which, which is where you closed, which was, let's see, yesterday's high in the afternoon was 425.70. That now becomes your support level. So as we continue up, that 425 becomes your support level. If we pull this back to the October lows, this volume shelf right here, and we pull this back to the October lows, where we were, where we got in at 353 on the queues, November 1st, you can see there's a nice little volume shelf here at 425. So if you break down to that, look where you go. The last support level, which was 408. So old resistance becomes new support. You can see right here, there's a clear line. Uh, if you just draw it here from January 24th over, you touch three. That's a clear line at about 430. So old, resi old, support, old resistance becomes new support. Uh, you know, you bounced up there on it. You bounced up here. You broke through it. Great. You came to here. It became support. Well, you came here. This is the line to be at 430 bucks on the queues. Uh, we're opened up now. The market, I was just ranting on, um, uh, on YouTube Live. So the queues, interesting chart. Want to keep an eye on it. If you haven't bought the queues, I would still wait. I wouldn't necessarily uh, get them up. Uh, yesterday, I did make a move. I bought BLDR, and they're up uh, today about, I think, a little bit, about 10% or so. Um, we'll go over that one. Uh, we'll go over the SMCI, how SMCI is reacting. We'll go over Rivian. We'll go over Lucid. I'm going to go into these in depth. We've got earnings today from Intuit, Melly, and Square. And then I've got my social requests and then some scans. Uh, I will foreshadow to you the scans mean absolutely nothing. There are other stocks other than the scans that are bullish in this market. This is my savvy trade. This savvytrader.com slash daily stock pick. I have two portfolios. This is my trading portfolio. This is the number one portfolio um, as far as results uh, for the year here in Savvy Trader. So it's $25 a month. If you want to follow me, basically when I do a trade, whether it's buy or sell, I put it in this trading portfolio. It's managed significantly differently than my core, than my actual portfolio. But it is a trading portfolio. It has significant returns. I kind of show you, hey, I know what I'm doing. That's where you pay the 25 bucks a month. If you want, go over there and subscribe. The core portfolio over here on Savvy Trade, this is what you want. Basically, these are 34 positions. And they're 34 stocks uh, that are set up to uh, provide you a decent stock opportunity. If you're new to stocks, this is where you go. And you just follow me on Savvy Trader. Uh, any of these links, by the way, the links that the, the sign is down below. Linktree, L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E slash Daily Stock Pick. It has all the links for you to follow. So I'll just tell you, Savvy Trader, great platform. Uh, I outline my trades. Now let's go into this. NASDAQ futures surge, S&P, Dow futures up as NVIDIA comes through. Uh, NASDAQ futures were up 2.1%. They're up uh, 1.96. They're pulling back a little bit. NVIDIA up 13%. Uh, it just took everything, rates, advanced one basis point, 
Uh, initial jobless claims unexpectedly fell. We talked about that one. Uh, that's it. So, you know, NVIDIA shocks Wall Street as generative AI hits the tipping point. This is just the beginning of this. So let's go and let's look at the chart of NVIDIA. We'll go and look at some of the fundamentals of NVIDIA. But how did NVIDIA react? It's up 11% right now. It's 753. We're going to get a gap up. Well, how did it react last time when it blew earnings away? This is the chart that I posted in the newsletter yesterday. And, and the newsletters are absolutely free. During the week, the newsletters are absolutely free. And I put this in there for you to see. How did it react the last time it blew? When it really started blowing earnings out, it was this quarter, May of last year, and it blew unexpectedly. This created a gap from 307 to 360. And I said during this time, if we revisit that gap, you will see it go down. If we don't, we're off to the races. And we were off to the races. This was the beginning of the AI train for NVIDIA, okay? The next time they blew it away. Look at that. A dollar nine per share to 270 per share. Blew it away. How did it react? It gapped up a little bit. Not much. It came back to its uh, you know closing price. Came back down 457. You saw it take off a little bit there, but then it retreated. And that's this highlighted box. It retreated. Let's see. That was August 23rd. It took seven days for it to retreat. This was a market retreat, okay? This was nothing more than a market retreat. It retested and it came down. And then it went through. The next earnings, here's the October low. This next earnings was their creme de la creme of earnings. How did it react? Well, it, was, it ran up, obviously, uh, to this point. It came back down. And then you saw it flatten out. It's just creating new levels, so I ex totally expect between now and the next earnings, you will see this stock come back into the 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 seven low seven twenties. I would say, um, I would say probably about seven twenty would be your bottom. I'm not buying it today. I still hold my position. I am waiting for this one to show. If we have a gap, then we play it like back here where it gapped up. If it gaps up and then it comes back into the gap, you can expect it to fill that gap. If it doesn't fill that gap at all or touch that gap, then we're off to the races. Do I care about 750 right now? No. And the reason I don't care about 750 is because I don't want to trade this hype train. And yes, earnings are hype trains. If you're not in before earnings, my rule is three days. And if you wait three days, usually you're rewarded. Now, if we go over to Seeking Alpha and we look at NVIDIA, and what I want to do is really do the, the, the PE and, and chart the PE so that you can see in this one, and I hope that they have it updated with the current PE, but let's select metrics and we will go down to uh, valuation uh, and we'll, we'll do the PE gap right here. And what we want to do is we want to look at the PE. Uh, oh, I don't care about price return. We don't care about price return. We just care about PE. And we will do a, let's do one month. Just became cheaper. Just became cheaper. Okay. We went down from a 60 to a 56. The stock just became cheaper. So do I care about buying this at 758 uh, when I think it might go down to 720? No. Because if it runs to 780, then that's the equivalent of buying it at 720 before the earnings. Understand it just became cheaper and they guided higher.
So I'm not chasing this one into this print. You can see the MACD is down here. It probably will come back here. I'm not chasing it. I own a portion of this. If you're not in this, how do you get into this? You just buy. Just buy. Today, buy it at 758. Just buy it. Forget about it. This isn't a stock that you don't want to have in your portfolio. If you have the Qs, you're you're in it. If you have an ETF, you're most likely in it. Understand what your uh, your 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 uh, exposure to this stock is because you want to have exposure to this stock. That's the one you want. Now SMCI, SMCI yesterday uh, announced a 1.5 billion dollar offering. This is similar to what they did in, in December, where they diluted shareholders. Um, this is a bond, so they are offering convertible senior notes, which are bonds. Uh, at $1.5 billion. This, um, the company expects to use a portion of net proceeds, to, uh, the offering to fund cost of entering into the cap sell transaction, intends to use the remainder of the net proceeds from the offering for general corporate purposes, including funding work, capital for growth, and business expansion. That, that is 100% word for word what SMCI said in December, on December 1st. Well, let's go see what happened to this stock from December 1st up until today. Because if we just track from December 1st, uh, we go back here. Look at how it, uh, December 1st, you lost some. You went down, what, about 10% on that one? You went down? Yeah. Uh, This one from December 1st to today, you're up 212%. Don't pay attention to that. Yes, it's 1.5 billion. Yes, they are putting their uh, putting their money to work. This is a capital intensive business. I said yesterday, I am out of this one. I'm not out in my brokerage, but I'm playing with house money because I made so much money. I sold at around 850. It's now at 861. Am I buying into this? No. This gap, same thing. Play it around NVIDIA. This will follow NVIDIA. I think we have this one come back down here to about 800. I will buy it at 800. No longer am I looking for this to enter into $600 territory. It's not overvalued. I repeat, it's not overvalued. SMCI uh, did not reduce their value, their PE, uh, just because NVIDIA decreased their uh, PE. But SMCI, as long as NVIDIA says the price for these chips continues to go up and we're just at the beginning of the AI train, SMCI is at the beginning of installing that train. And so understand their business, understand where they are. Um, This is Super Micro Falls 10%. This article, I'll include it in the newsletter. It is fantastic. It outlines exactly what this demand is, how they're installing these racks, how they do it. Um, the, the Rosenblatt, the firm moved the price target to 1300 from 700. So SMCI 100%, if we go over to the wall street ratings and we look at this one, um, and we look at this, this has, you know, the, the average price target is 722. That does not include today's $1,300 price target. The high, oh, I guess it does 1300, 722 is where you want to buy this one. It is at 856. You don't want to wait for this to get to 722. I think we're going to have a chance to buy this with a seven handle. If you're not in this, understand, just go out and buy it today. Just go out and buy it today. If you are in this, um, I would wait to add to your position. Wait three days. You don't have any any problem waiting three days. Again, if, if it's $900, great. 
I I had plenty of people commenting on an article on Seeking Alpha where I said where they say it's never going back to a thousand. FYI, it's going back to a thousand. It's going back to a thousand. So buying at eight sixty three, not a problem. If you pull back twenty percent, so you lost twenty percent in the short term. Who cares? Add to it when it pulls back twenty percent. This one is not expensive. Understand? I don't think it's expensive. The Seeking Alpha analysts, these guys are dividend holders. F those guys. You're not going to make dividends on this one. This one, they're spending money to make money. So I like that. I like that a lot. Uh, BLDR. If you are on Savvy Trader, uh, then you got my notice. And let's go back over to Savvy Trader so I can show you. If you are a paying member of Savvy Trader, you got the notice that I bought BLDR. And I'm not, I will make this completely available on Facebook. You don't have to pay for it. You just get later. Uh, you know, I try and prote- protect this stuff, but uh, but you do get notification and I put the notification out there. Here's what I said before earnings. I said I, I, said I was going to buy this yesterday on my podcast. I bought it at 183.85. I like the setup going into tomorrow's earnings. If it doesn't perform well, I will simply hold this stock the PE is not crazy. Expectations aren't high. I completely expect this to continue its climb as home builders have been doing really, really well. Well, let's look at BLDR because BLDR blew away their earnings. Again, the the the, the expectation was low. Uh, it was low. They're trading at 191. It's up 4.31%. So I'm up, you know, let me see. I'll, I'll look at it for you live right now because we'll just look at my BLDR uh, exposure. I did put in, I think it, I bought 60 shares, 70 shares. So for me, average, average exposure, nothing crazy. For other people, that would be an enormous buy. So this is why you never listen to a douche on the internet because our situations are completely different. Total gain, uh, 5%, 5.1%. Simple, you know, 5% in a day. I'd take that. I'd take that in a heartbeat you know, 5% in a day. I'm going to hold on to it. I think it'll be okay. Uh, I think we'll be fine. So uh, we're, we're all there. BLDR, perfectly fine. SMCI, perfectly fine. Uh, but yeah, if you wanted to subscribe to my trading portfolio on Savvy Trader, uh, I think I'll probably gain, yeah, I'm down 6% week to date. One month, I'm up 20%. Three months, 41%. Uh, year to date, I'm up 34%. I'm beating, let's see, We'll go year to date and let's let's see how I'm doing against the queues because the queues are um, the the best in my mind the best I'm up 34 percent the queues are up four percent I'm blowing it away so but I'll include this article uh, about builders first source it, it's it's just a I mean honestly somebody brought this up I think last week or two weeks ago and I said it doesn't get me excited I'm now excited about it I am now excited about this one uh, I think the valuation is strong I don't have a ton of exposure to like Home Depot to home builders I am getting into home builders because I do like um, the, the home builder situation so super micro is a good one uh, we went over that one biggest stock movers of the day there's a couple of other ones. Um, DigitalOcean surged 15% after provider on-demand infrastructure uh, platform tools for developers. That's a good stock to have. I have no exposure to it. Let's go over some of the losers. There's there's two big losers, and it's Lucid, LCID. Um, this one it plunged more than 8%. It's down 9%. Uh, as the company missed the top-line expectations with a 39% year-over-year decline. 
Lucid's CFO and principal accounting officer remains optimistic. I do not. If you are in this stock, understand Lucid is a company that is, they have overlit, they're not making money. They have $100,000 vehicles. It is a specific market that buys this. They were trying the Tesla model, but they weren't first to market. The, the problem is Tesla did EVs when nobody else was doing EVs. Well, these guys are creating $100,000 vehicles while trying to expand their plants, expand stuff. They're just not delivering cars. And so they're losing $2 billion. They have plenty of cash on hand. Uh, you're not going to get diluted this year. You probably will get diluted sometime next year. The only chance that this has... If it is if the Saudi sovereign fund winds up buying them and taking them private, that's the only chance that you have of getting your money back. Um, in fact, uh, no, there's Neo is the one that they, they asked about. But Lucid, if you're in this, I would take this opportunity where it bounced a little bit. Uh, right now, let's see where you're trading at. Right now, Lucid is. Let's see the chart. Loose. It's just, it's a losing company. There is no way. And we'll go into the next one, which is Rivian. But Lucid, there's no way you're getting back to this gap up here at $8. The only way you're getting back there is if Saudis take it private. It's losing money. There's, it's not like they're going to suddenly announce, oh, we created a million cars and we were able to produce that. No, this is a capital intensive business where the demand is actually falling off. You're down 10% right now. Horrible, horrible stock. So don't think that you're going to get into it. Rivian, absolutely a disaster of a quarter. Um, significant uh, EBITDA loss, $2.7 billion. Anticipates 57,000 vehicles in 2024, representing a modest increase. They were kind by saying a modest increase. They It was like 56,900 something that they produced in 2023. They're not growing. So when you go over here uh, to Finviz, and I'm using Finviz so that the people who don't have Seeking Alpha Premium can all look at this for free. They're not making money. They're losing $5 billion. Uh, cash on hand, $9.55. They've got plenty of cash on hand. They will not dilute you. They just did a bond offering, I think, about three months ago or so. If you're holding on to this because I said it with a $30 stock, get rid of it. Just get rid of it. Uh, there's two reasons to hold on to Rivian. Uh, first thing is you do think that it's going to come back in the long term. This is not something that's going to hit $30 this year. That was how bad this quarter was. That was how bad they guided. Uh, at the end of last year, they were still guiding to almost double their production in 2024. That no longer is the case. It's a change in news. Remember how I got out of Sedge because they said there was no demand and there was no chance of it getting back to 300 don't water your weeds. Get out of your losers. This is one you just get out of unless you want to hold on to it for the long term. And if you want to hold it on to it for the long term, that's up to you. In my mind, I'd rather wait, buy it back when it gets back to 16 uh, for maybe a run up to 20 or 24 before you get to 30. I do think that this one just changed. That's how bad this quarter was. Things changed uh, during this quarter. And it just, it wasn't a change for the good. They will announce the um, the R2, which is their pickup truck. Their low cost, I think it's going to be about $50,000. Uh, that's going to be their low cost. Here's the problem with it. It's being produced here in Georgia. Here's the issue. 
the plant hasn't even started production or building yet. It's not even they, they haven't started production of the car. They haven't even built the plant yet. So that announcement in March about the R2, it's all going to be hype. And is it going to come out to, to be hype? Maybe. But here's the thing. They're, there's three main vehicles that these guys produce. Uh, there's the R1. There's some other uh, SUV kind of thing. And then there's the Amazon delivery vehicle. And Amazon had an exclusive deal with them. And then they told Rivian, well, you can sell it to other, uh, other, uh, other delivery companies. The problem is they haven't been able to produce them fast enough. So they haven't been able to produce them fast enough. So they're finally just delivering the, the Amazon uh, needs. Amazon has said, you know what? We may cut back on our actual needs because Amazon's looking to actually cut their costs. So they're saying, hey, maybe we don't want all of our eggs in one basket with just Rivian. Maybe we'll go out there and get other EV companies to make it because Rivian hasn't been shown that they can produce their capacity to, to actually produce vehicles. Get out of it. That would be my idea is just get out of it. There is no reason to hold this one. We're in a bull market for anything that looks like this during this year. Uh, and look at that chart. If we go over here, I'm going to draw on this one because I can draw on, on, on the TrendSpider one. Uh, but for anything that looks like this uh, during this year, remember, we're up, you know, it, 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 that my savvy trader portfolio is up like 24% year to date. If your chart of your company from January 1st looks like this, get out. Because again, get out. This is what, I mean, this is where it actually looks like. It's down 23%. Just get out. If you want to trade this one from here, my suggestion would be wait for a bottom, wait for some type of confirmation, and then trade it. If you can't stand to take the loss, then just trade it. But like Warren Buffett and Peter Lynch said, don't water your weeds. Get your, get your portfolio down to, a, to, to, to where it's actually uh, in stocks that are making money. That's what you want to do. You don't want to have 50, 60, 70 stocks in your portfolio. You maybe want to have 10 or 15. You, you know, I've got a lot. And, and part of the reason I have a lot is because I have a lot of ETFs. But I've also got those Magnificent 7. And I don't have a significant um, position in something like Rivian. It's smaller. And if I forget, I, DocuSign's a perfect example. It's gotten, you know, I, I had, what, 100 shares, $6,000? I've completely forgotten about it. It's just a bad, bad situation to be in. And th a stock like this should not be your main uh, uh, core position. So that that covers the earnings from yesterday. Uh, I think that's a good, a, a good, you know, Etsy. I still own Etsy. Why I own Etsy, I don't know. Again, my thesis is changing on Etsy. I love the brand. I really love the brand. I think I went over this yesterday. Uh, the brand is what I like. When I have to buy birthday gifts for somebody and I don't necessarily know what to get them, I find out what they like and then I go to Etsy and type it in. It's a fantastic website. You can buy somebody a street sign for like 10 bucks, uh, you know, with their name on it for, uh, you know, for their birthday, for something like that to hang up in their garage. Little gifts like that that just have this personalization. And no other place on, on, on the internet does it as well as Etsy. It's a fantastic brand. It's a fantastic uh, company. I just think they're getting killed. Uh, they can't get out of their own way. 
Um, this one, the mixed Q4 results and weak Q1 guidance. The online marketplace anticipates a low to mid single digit percentage decrease in growth merchandise sales attributed decline to weaken demand for handcrafted goods and personalized gifts. I like it. You know where I'm going to take this money? I'm going to sell out of Etsy. I'm going to put it into Shopify. Those are the two companies that I think do, uh, do small business really, really well. It's clear. If I were just to compare, you know what? Let's go over here because I'm going to take Etsy and I'm going to show you how to value two businesses that in my mind, they're not exactly the same, but they're very similar in the fact that they allow small businesses to get on the internet. And if we go over here to charting, you know, I've got a pretty good position in Etsy. Um, so, it, you know, I should, I have a bigger position in Shopify, thankfully. Um, but th- there you go. One year. Look at Shopify, 82%. Look at Etsy, down 38%. You know, if I took, uh, even if I took like Rivian and Lucid versus a Tesla, uh, let's do that. Let's do that. Let's let's do uh, Tesla and we'll do uh, Rivian and Lucid. I think those are going to be good. Uh, LCID. You know what? We'll put Ford in here as well. We'll put Ford and GM. Why not? We'll do the, the car companies because if you're enamored with car companies, let's look at what's, what's done over the past year. Uh, GM, down 3%. Uh, Ford, down 49%. Lucid, down 66%. Rivian, down 20%. Tesla, down 1%. Doesn't make sense to be in cars. Doesn't make sense to be in a capital-intensive business right now. Uh, again, higher for longer consumer is getting stretched on these high high you know high beta goods so that's kind of how you have to look at things now uh i saw this list this is the top 10 worst performing stocks of 2024 so far do we see anything in here that looks interesting first off i own intel i think intel's probably a good one um i think that one gets back to 50 lululemon I think that's a good company. I think you get back to 400. Warner Brothers, eh, they got kind of a problem. Baker Hughes, I have no idea what they do. Sirius XM down 14%. It's a dying business. Why does anybody pay for Sirius? I have no idea. Spotify is so freaking good. Um, Biogen, uh, whatever. Team, that's not a bad company. Walgreen Boots just got taken out of the, uh, the, the Dow. Tesla, number two. Number one is Charter. Who's buying your, uh, you know, you're getting uh, internet service. But with wireless internet service becoming so good with Starlink and uh, T-Mobile offering home service, why would you, you know, again, Charter doesn't have the $80 a month thing that you can put in there. I, I think this offers opportunities. The two that I really like are number 10 and number nine. I think Intel is coming back. That's a rebound story. I think Lululemon is, uh, the only reason it's down 13% is because the valuation is stretched. But it's still, when you go into the mall, there's two stores, Lululemon and Apple, that are just out of, out of control, uh, like huge. Now, two earnings that are coming up today. I am not playing either one of these. Understand, I'm not playing either one of these. Um, I don't want to get into these. I don't know them really well. Well, there's three. I don't know them really well. Um, I already own one, but here's the three earnings that I see today that are going to move the market into it. This is uh, TurboTax. Uh, it's a buy from Wall Street. If we go and look at Wall Street from a buy perspective, the average target price is 641. You're trading at 653. Uh, you have a 1% downside. I mean, look at how it trades exactly to its price target. So 
I wouldn't take the chance on this one. If you want to, you can, but not my thing. Melly. Uh, this is the Mercado Libre. This is the Amazon of Brazil. Uh, 5% upside. The average price target is uh, $1,880. you are trading at $1,783. Um, it's a hold in the quant. The valuation is the only thing. Valuation is, ex- is extended. Look at how it trades to its target price, though. I mean, it's come right back up to it. If you get to your price target, you have a nice 5% up, up, uptick. So will they pr- present some strong stuff? I don't know. That, to me, presents quite an opportunity. Square. Square is the other one. I have a big, I had an initial big position in Square. I no longer do. Average price target is 81. It's trading right now at 67. So you have a 21% upside. I With that price target going down like that, I don't want to invest in it. I probably will get out of this if they if they declare some type of crazy bad uh, earnings. I'm just, this is like PayPal. I mean, this this will either lift PayPal or it will um, uh, lift Square or it's just the death sign. I mean, there's not a whole hell of a lot of uh, expectations for this one. So it's lower expectations. Uh, Cash App attracts customers. I still, I like Cash App, but uh, social requests. Um, Dendrobium Queen, TCLNX. What the hell is TCLNX? Uh, life cycle. Oh, it's a target date fund. Yeah, get out. There's no reason. I mean, here, let's just chart this. Uh, select symbol. We'll just go QQQ and VOO. I mean, why are you in a target date fund when you can you know, manage it yourself and pay a lower fee? Um, why would you be in this? I mean, look at uh, TCLNX up 10% over one year. You look at three, it's a target date fund and it's targeted 2030. And so you're what, um, four years away? This is going to be super, super conservative. So you're, you're not going to make money in this one. Uh, you look at a 10 year, it's up 9%. Look at the lost uh, 10 years. QQQ has made 371%. TCLNX, understand target date funds for me, do not work. They may work for other people because it it, it depends on you. Um, and IEF Treasury bonds. I'm Dendrum Queen. I am not a fan of bonds. Uh, you know, I, I think bonds just are a way for you to get income, not necessarily an investment. They are a way for you to make money when you're older if you need income. But as a young person, you don't want bonds. And and this target date fund. I just got my friend Kristen out of these target date funds. They're junk. They're absolute junk. As you get older in 2030, with the 2030 fund retirement, um, we can look at the holdings. Um, Here, yeah, it's holding bonds. I mean, it's 20% bonds. You don't want this stuff. You don't want any of this. Understand what you have your investment in. If you are in a uh, a retirement, um, like a 401k that restricts you, find your S&P tracking fund. Find your uh, NASDAQ index tracking fund. Get into those. They're always there. The S&P is probably, you know, my, my 401k was on when I was at Earthlink. They only had an S&P tracking fund that didn't have a QQQ tracking fund. I said, what the hell are we doing in this? I want my money back. And they wouldn't give me my money back. So, uh, Lou Dog, uh, hi, Gary. I've been hanging on to NEO since 2020. Will it ever get back to 14? I don't even have to look at the chart. No, it won't. <laughs> uh, we can go and look at, we can look at NEO. Um, it's got a hold, hold, buy. Uh, 
here's the thing. It's a Chinese car company. Profitability F, Momentum D. They're expanding into Europe. Uh, if you want, go and look at the battery swapping that Neo has. Uh, it's kind of cool to watch. It's a um, subscription service. So you subscribe and you kind of rent the battery. Um, that's the model of this car company. I don't think it's getting back to 20. The hype that you've seen where it's gone up uh, over the years has always been, well, the Chinese government has given them a low-cost loan. They're propping them up. It's a Chinese company. Don't get into it. I'd say get out. It's not going to get back to 14, uh, Lou Dog. If we go over here and we look at the Wall Street analysts, um, let's see. The price target, it's got 77% upside. But look, that's a price target that's just slipping. The price target isn't even at 14. The high is 17. But I can't imagine it even gets back close to there. Look at this long one. Again, watering your weeds. Why are you watering your weeds? Don't dollar cost average into a losing stock. Dollar cost average into a winning stock. There's so many good things out there today. And and so to to be in these names where it's not... You know, it's not doing anything. Get out. Get out. By the way, I do want to t- speak to this. There are uh, severe disruptions on the uh, mobile phones, uh, AT&T, Verizon, T-Mobile. Severe disruptions causing all kinds of problems. AT&T crossed up on the, um, on the algorithm today. Uh, I don't think that this is a long-term buy. I think this might be a decent trade. But again, uh, you know, watering your weeds. Understand the stocks that you're in. I won't go over the scans today. Uh, the reason is there's some energy names in there. The, the stocks that I went over today, NVIDIA Tech, the Grade 8, all of that stuff, Uber, under 80. It's up 3% today at 79.22. Get it under 80. Um, Palantir, up 3%. It's at 23.99. You could buy that. It's going to be included in the S&P. I do think you'll get a chance to get it under 20 but if it's included in the S&P before it gets back down to 20, just hold it. Uh, Apple. Apple, I think, is your best opportunity. Uh, I do think that Apple in the long run, I think you just load into Apple. Um, there was a news story on this one um, uh, about Apple iPhone tops U.S. smartphone sales despite January slump. Apple's ecosystem is going to get bigger. I think that's one that you just buy into. Amazon, it's back over 170. Did you get it under 170? Boeing, good company. It's a 203. It's going to be a $220 stock. Uh, Cleveland Cliffs is under 20. You can buy it under 20. It's perfectly fine. Costco, 729. They're going to have a membership increase at some point. Um, Google at 145, it's under 150. I think that one is the most susceptible because they may lose some uh, very valuable search uh, revenue, but it's fine. Eli Lilly at 763, just get into it. Uh, Meta at 482, I think that's a $500 stock. I think they continue to print money. MPLX is close to 40 uh, with a 9% dividend. I think you're fine in that one. Microsoft, did you get it under uh, 400 the other day? Because it's at 410 right now. Netflix is a $700 stock. Get into it. NVIDIA down at 771. This was trading at 780 earlier today. If you don't want to buy that at 770 and just hope that, you know, at some day it goes up to the uh, price target of 800, 900, 1000, whatever you want, get into it. Oxy, it's over 60. If you want to sell it, go and sell it. Pan W at 266. This one got hammered yesterday. It's up 1.8%. We hold on. I hold on to this for three days uh, post earnings, and then I'm buying more. Uh, I well, I shouldn't say 
post earnings. What I'm going to buy more of because I already have a position in uh, Pan W. I, I don't necessarily believe the CEO when he says there's no demand issue, but CrowdStrike's what I want to get into. CrowdStrike's up 3%. I should have bought it under 300. Their earnings are coming up. I think they blow it away in the newsletter. Yesterday, I, I included Brad, uh, Brad, um, Freeman, who's the stock market nerd, his explanation of how Palo Alto Networks probably benefits CrowdStrike. But understand, CrowdStrike's not making money. It's it's definitely a, a risk. Um, let's see. Roblox at 41.27. I don't know if it dips under 40, but if you want to buy it, I think it's a $44 stock. You know, a good market. Tesla, I am bullish Tesla. Let me just say, I bought a Tesla yesterday. Um, that uh, buying process was unbelievable. Unbelievable. So let me go through kind of how you use uh, something in your head about a product that you buy and products that you use. So first thing I did was go to Tesla, told my girlfriend, I'm not going to buy it today. No, uh, I wound up buying it. Uh, it was such a good deal. And and yes, it's you know money out of my pocket. And yes, it cost me money. But I needed a new car. Um, I just didn't feel comfortable in a six-year-old Tesla, so I, I wanted to get a newer one. Uh, wound up getting it. I'll pick it up tomorrow. Fantastic deal. The actual buying process has been so refined at Tesla. It is unbelievable. There's no negotiating. So you go in there. They tell you what the, your car is going to trade in. They tell you before. It's all electronically done. The salesperson has nothing that they can do. There's nothing that they can go back with and say, let me talk to my manager. Those days are over. If you've got a car where you're going in and negotiating, that's yesterday. Today, it's all about algorithms. It's all about electronics. And they do that. So here's what happened. They offered me $17,000 for my Model 3. I said, that's a little low considering you offered me $20,000 in January. And he said, yeah, uh, things have changed. We have more cars on the lot. uh, So we're able to offer a discount. So the money probably came off the, the price of the car. And it made sense. You know, they're keeping the price of the car about the same, but they're offering less on the trade-in. Kind of makes sense as the car business. You know, again, uh, Tesla's growing as a car business, and their algorithm says that. And I wanted to transfer my full self-driving from my current car to my new car. I thought I had to trade it in to do that. He said, no, you just need to hold on to that car for two days. Once the uh, full self-driving is transferred over, you get it. uh, You can sell your car completely. So what did I do? I went to Carvana. I'm not a fan of Carvana, and here's the difference in the two. Carvana offered me $22,000 for my car. Tesla offered me $17,000. Carvana is offering me $22,000. I do think Carvana can probably sell the car for $25,000. I think that's out there. So I don't know what Carvana's business model is, $22,000 versus $17,000. I'd rather invest in the business that's going to try and sell it, buy it at $17,000 and sell it for $25,000. Or they might sell it to, you know, I think Tesla probably would turn around and sell it to Carvana for 22. So they'd make money at that. That's the business that I want to be in. That's why I think Tesla is probably going to turn things around. But I don't want to buy in here. Um, I don't want to buy in here. And the reason is it's still expensive. Uh, And the new car, so you know, 
I've got a lot of little stuff in here. Uh, I got to buy Homelink, which is the garage door opener stuff, 350 bucks. I got to pay 100 bucks a year for uh, connectivity. Um, I've got a lot of little, I don't have a uh, summon, uh, because it no longer has the radar stuff on it. Uh, it only does everything by vision. There's a lot of trade-offs that I've got to do. So I'm a little bit nervous about buying Tesla here. The valuation is extended. Uh, and Elon is an absolute mess. So, but that's my story about Tesla. If you guys want are in it, the Atlanta area and want to buy a Tesla, go to the Greenbrier, uh, I think it's uh, Marietta, uh, location, ask for Seth and tell him Gary sent you. Uh, he is fantastic. Just the buying experience, I can't like tout it enough. It was, un- I walked in there fully expecting not to buy a car. I was just going to test drive. I was going to go home and t- look at some things. I'm not the type of guy to walk in there. They made me the type of guy to walk in there and buy a car. Simple as that. So in my mind, I think that the company's a good company. I think they just have to get their, uh, their their stuff out right. I don't trust this car company right now with Rivian coming in with those horrible deliveries, with Neo coming in with those horrible deliveries, with uh, GM and Ford saying they're cutting back on EVs, uh, with uh, the, the production so high with Tesla, with all of these new factories and all of these new cars. With the production so high, I don't trust that they're actually going to sell out of these vehicles without cutting the price. And yes, I may lose money on this car. Uh, they may cut the price to, you know, two weeks from now. It may be a $5,000 cut, uh, price cut. It is what it is. You lose that money driving off the lot anyway. But I, I'm willing to take it. I'm willing to, you know, I, I love the car. I'm not going to any other car maker. Honest to God, I'm just not going to any other car maker. So there's my story. NVIDIA today. Um, hopefully you guys got it. I will be back tomorrow. The paid newsletter. By the way, if you want to subscribe to the newsletter, it's free. Dailystockpick.substack.com. It's 100% free. Um, this is exactly you know what, what I said yesterday was uh, Tom Lee said that uh, I'm not seeing much support in the short term for SMCI. This week's paid newsletter had quite a deep dive. Uh, I still uh, look back. I, I took at 850 on Friday, so I'm playing with the house money right now. Um, oh, let's see. This that was 220. Let's go back 221. This is yesterday's, um, and so that was two days ago, and it was right. There wasn't much support. I don't think you need to rush into NVIDIA just because of earnings. Yes, it will pr- uh, point the market in the direction, but it's clear from the last two earnings, which were both blowouts, that you can get any even after earnings. This is it. I mean, this is this is free. Uh, SMCI looks weak. So I'm looking for a six-handle to buy this stock again. A blowout by NVIDIA might not make that happen, but a settling of the stock is in order. The algo doesn't uh, have you out, but it hasn't moved far enough for me to get excited. And if we look at SMCI, it's it's that exact thing. SMCI, it just hasn't moved enough for me to get excited. You're still in this downward trend. The algorithm is smarter than I am. I tried to time this algorithm. Wrong. My algorithm is better. If you want access to the algorithm, over here, you go to Linktree, L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E uh, slash daily stock pick. It's right down below in the video. This is TrendSpider. You get 25% off. Uh, you go over here. It's eight ninety two. dollars I think you can put in the, the – I think you get 50% off. So it's 50% off, not 25. Um, $8.92 for a year. For a year. If you're – okay, say you put 
you know, $20,000 into NVIDIA based on, uh, or into SMCI. Let's do SMCI. And you put $20,000 into SMCI, okay, just with the algorithm. And you're not out. Yes, you're not at the high, but you're not out. That's 178%. So let's see. What's 10,000 times 178%? Oh, 17,800. So $10,000, you just made $17,800. Boy, that $800 you spent on TrendSpider doesn't look that big to me. This is the opportunity. And it's not just SMCI. This does it for all the stocks. So you can just, you know, with my scanners, you can find these stocks. It's pretty, that's how I found SMCI. Somebody had recommended it to me. I looked at it. I said, oh, the algorithm does really well on this and it protects me against the downside. Well, the downside, it protected me against getting out on the downside, but my ass put emotion into this stock trade and I got out. Wrong. How's it do on NVIDIA? Let's see. Did it get you out of NVIDIA? I think it may have gotten you out of NVIDIA. But again, it protects you. You never look profits as a downside, even though you miss some of the upside because you got out too soon. As long as you took profits, be proud. I've taken 1% profit before, and then the stock moved up 10%, uh, you know, the next day. Yeah, look, it didn't get you out in NVIDIA. Um, yeah, you're still in at 515. You're still in at 515. So, you know, you got to look at it as, hey, uh, uh, you know, I, this opportunity, let's say you're in and you're up here, you're up 50% in this big of a company that's overvalued according to the On The Tape podcast, guys. So I think TrendSpider, again, you don't look at it, oh my God, I got to spend 182. Look at it, how much money you're making and or how much money you're saving in a uh, bear market. That's the key when it does get you out during the bear market. So again, subscribe to the newsletter, subscribe to TrendSpider. The other thing that you want to do is Seeking Alpha Premium. Seeking Alpha Premium, you get all of these charts like I showed you. Uh, Even going to Wall Street here on Apple. Let's just go to Wall Street and we can see Wall Street's target is $200. That's a 10% upside on Apple. How does it trade compared to its, uh, its target price? Well, when it's down this far, it typically just goes back up. Now, we talked about those uh, reducing price targets. Look at this. Over five years, you haven't had one where it reduced. It reduced here in 2022 down to 168. Boy, don't you wish you bought it at 168 down there a couple of years ago? Because you're up. Yeah, I mean, that's that's the issue. It, you know, Again, Seeking Alpha Premium gives you access to all of this. The other thing it gives you access to is if you don't know about a stock, you can read these analysis. And these guys are qualified. It goes through editors. I can tell you, I am not one that has even tried to publish here because I don't know as much as these guys do. So they're experts on these stocks. You can read them. You can uh, argue with them. I was uh, arguing or debating, whichever one you want to do, about SMCI because all of the dividend and and the Walters with the you know in their rocking chairs in the old age home were saying it's overvalued. You don't want to get into this. Well, yeah, f you. It's going back to a thousand. So uh, I was right. You were wrong. Let me do a happy dance. You know, f off. <laughs> yeah. I'm not yelling at old people in homes. Let me make that perfectly. I'm not walking into a, 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 an assisted living facility and yelling at old people that they don't know what they're talking about when they invest in bonds. Everybody's different. So I'll be back tomorrow. Uh, you guys enjoy your day. Hopefully you're up. Uh, let's do an indices check because you want to val- you want to take your portfolio.
and look at how you're doing against the uh, against the indices. Because if you're not beating the indices, you've got to reevaluate your portfolio. Uh, it is a simple, simple formula. You want to beat these things because there are too many ETFs out there that you can buy with no uh, no low cost expenses. So the Dow is up 0.69. The Nasdaq is up 2.37. Uh, S&P is up 1.56. I track, I try and track to the Nasdaq. I am not doing as well. I am up 1.38%. I have too much freaking cash. That's essentially what it is. I have too much cash. I don't have enough invested. That's what it tells me. But I am 1.36. I'm not beating the Dow either. I am underperforming. And my guess, just my guess, is it's because of Apple. Yep, Apple's only up 0.48%. And on a day like today, if if this stock isn't taking off, it's button hooking here. Um, you're probably going to get an entry here in the next kind of... Buy it at 183. I'm telling you, it's bouncing off that 180 level uh, three times. Uh, let's see, one, two, three, four times. Four times in the last month, it's bounced off that 180 level. Clearly putting in a bottom at that 180. Could it go down to 160? Absolutely. You just load on up on it more. So I, I'm underperforming in this name. Uh, I do think that the top is probably 200. So you know, just make sure you're, 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 you're evaluating it correctly. I'm still bullish on this one. Okay. I've gone on enough. Uh, remember Linktree has all the links, sign up for stuff. Oh, and if you make money off of stuff, you know, just be, be, you know, consider I'm, I'm like a bartender, uh, gift me with Venmo, PayPal, cash app. They're all down here. And, and maybe, you know, if you're generous enough, if you're generous enough with the tip, then, uh, you know, uh, you could go balls deep and I could do a full uh, episode, commercial free, just in your honor. So, okay, take care, guys. Say bye. Every morning I wake up to the sound of the trading bell. My heart starts to pound. Daily stock day trading podcast in my ears. Guiding me through my hopes and fears. Tune in daily, don't miss a single show. Sign up for the newsletter, let us help you grow. and fears.